Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. T. Earl Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, Trek FM's dedicated TNG show. I'm Daniel Pru, sitting in the center chair this week, and joining me as always are my two co-hosts. I have the almighty and powerful Darren and his wife, Philip. How are you guys doing today? Uh, are we the last, we're the last surviving podcasters on the network. Oh, the whole planet's been decimated. Yes, there's only, only one mic left on this, on this tiny little square of, of uh, green. So how are you guys doing? Well, our listener uh, numbers are not great. I just want to point that out. Um, uh, but I have to say, we are living up to the title of the, uh, of the show. Uh, would you like some more tea here, Daniel? I've got plenty. All right. Well, today we are talking, um, from that silly intro, we're talking season three. But we're going to follow up uh, here with our TNG Essentials show. Uh, we've done seasons one and two so far. If you're not familiar with the concept, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes or uh, a couple of the other shows on the network that has done this, we just kind of go through each episode in a season and we talk about whether or not we think it's quote-unquote essential. Now, that is, of course, arbitrary. It doesn't really mean much. But what we mean by it is it matters in some sort of fashion, uh, be it continuity, uh, character development, um, maybe in just it's such a quintessential episode of that series um there's a lot of leeway given i think is fair to say but luckily because we have three hosts um i think normally it's pretty easy to come down uh, on one side or the other although philip does seem to kind of want to keep uh pretty much everything my motto is that which survives (laughs) nice nice so we we've done season one we've done season two we had some pretty good uh results there so let's just jump right into it um Let's do, unless you guys have anything else to say, let's do evolution. An obsessed scientist arrives on the Enterprise D to perform a once-in-a-lifetime experiment. Accidentally released nanites, however, threaten both it and the ship. This is <laughs> Dr. Paul Stubbs, in case uh, you're unaware. What do you think, Philip? Keeper, keeper, uh, get rid of it. Um, well, I think this is really the egg that Stubbs laid. Oh. Um, I think this is how this episode is known by. Um... It's good. I, I will say it is a very repetitious theme in not only TNG, but in all of Star Trek of, we discovered these things that are really alive. Um, are they, you know, robots? No, no, no. Oh, is it the ugly bags of mostly what? No, 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 no. I see how you're getting confused. <laughs> is it? And so, yeah. It's we, like, we it's that episode like, where the ship comes alive. Well, is it? No. Actually, no, it's not that one. It's... No, no. Um, I can't think of anything per se. I mean... Other than introducing the concept of nanites, but then we kind of ignore it until we discover rediscover the Borg. Uh, spoilers. Um, and uh, you know, I don't. I can't really think of anything remarkable about this episode. It's not bad, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I can't think of any reason why I'm ambivalent so far. Other than guys, this this the one is essential. This episode might be essential. We find out Wesley is a wonder kind. Well, but we already knew that. (laughs) Well, and this is interesting because, as we'll see as we get towards the very end of season three, where big season beginnings and season endings become big deals, this isn't 
does it i mean this is just an episode like it's like hey we're back from the break and uh i mean it establishes that uh that beverly's back you know but oh that's true now that actually that is very true but they don't exactly explain why she was gone so yeah and i don't feel like it was significant in any meaningful way that they couldn't have just moved a scene into the next episode right um, but, but you will be like if you if you don't have it it'll you'll just be like you'll go from wait we didn't keep shades of gray you'll go from <laughs> um uh what was the last one the last one the, we um, kept was peak performance you'll go from peak performance to whatever's next and you'll be like wait we're well, but uh, her name is in the opening title crawl, so you would know that she's there. So it's not a surprise. I, I will say, uh, in production, uh, in, in the sense of production, it is a. It it just doesn't help keep it at all because there's no explation given in universe. But obviously, the show looks very different um, here with the brighter. I mean, guys, lighting. if we don't keep this, what episode's going to introduce the collars? And there's, yeah, the, the, the next episode. It's not like they're the introduced. Next, it, it would, it would, yeah. So basically, what we're saying is, not, not, not any real reason to keep this episode. I, I, huh? I could leave it. Well, yeah. no, I think, I think what's essential about this episode is that it sets up baseball, which is later. You know, I was, in the I was actually thinking of that same thing. I'm like, it does set up. There are a few things that Star Trek seems to love to come back to, and and baseball is probably low on that list. But it does seem that you know, it's it shows up a lot. For it something was a long that, game, they already knew they were doing this for the next series. Well, that's because the the whoever the writer was, I can't remember the, that specific writer who loved baseball. He moved on to, to Deep Space Nine, and that's why we got all that. Uh, I, I say for the new series, guys, leave baseball behind. I, I'm, a, guys, I'm telling you, I have two words for you: water polo. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> everybody in the future is going to love water polo. Anyways, we're getting off track. We're we're leaving uh, evolution behind. I think, yeah, I, is the I think. Whoa. Yeah. Daniel, I never thought you'd be the one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. This will be an interesting one. Next up, the Ensigns of Command. Data must convince a colony of 15,000 people to evacuate before the aliens who own the planet arrive. When does it become worthy of an episode, Daniel? A hundred people? A thousand? A million? (laughs) This is an interesting episode, Darren. Why don't you start? Now, this is the one with the Sheliac, right? This is the show. Okay, then, episode. yeah, I, this is, I mean, the, I'd say it's got a strong, uh, I guess, B-plot with Picard, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he, like, out, this is the Kirk talking the computer to death-ness of Picard, where he, right. he looks at, he gets all his pads, his 20 pads, he puts them out on his desk, and he looks at the minutia of the contract of the treaty, and he finds a way to have the delegators be a hibernating species on the other side of the quadrant. So, which is strong. And the A plot is, is not too bad either because uh, Data's, Data's in command for that mission. You know, I often get this one mixed up with the one where he loses his memory. But, yeah. uh, the, you know, he... Thine own self. Oh, pulled that Ooh, out of no Wow. Way. Look at that. Well, good thing it wasn't a Q episode. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Q thine self. I don't know. Thine own Q. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but I think the, the A plot, while not like an absolutely amazing episode, is, is still pretty good because you get data in command, be it a, an away mission. I still don't know exactly why he was, you know, on his own, but. Mm. Because the atmosphere wouldn't oh, take anyone else. That's right. 
And they didn't think anyone was living there. That's right. Okay. Now, Darren, because the environment was so harsh, the, my grandfather built that aqueduct. It is <laughs> that a testament. right there. Well, well, you don't have to point at it. There's one aqueduct in this entire planet, so. <laughs> no, it, it's actually, it's just green screen. Oh, it's only a model. So, uh, um, so I vote yes on two, oh, two no, good reasons. Oh, no, this is a hard yes. Are oh, you kidding me? Okay, all Not right, only right. do you get Data Badass, because I mean, if you if I remember correctly, this this episode starts off with like um, ten forward performance, and Data goes over to uh, Jean Luc and Beverly, who are just friends. Yeah, um, and uh, I almost he's like, like, you oh, sound guys. like you said John, Luke, and Beverly, and I'm like, wait, 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 would I miss something? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly, because you didn't see the first episode oh, Evolution. What's she even doing there? <laughs> um, but like, he's like, uh, guys, you should skip this performance because it's me playing and I suck. And they're like, you shouldn't always tell the truth. And so I think that's the lesson of this episode. You don't always tell the truth. No, that wasn't the other. It was that, <laughs> you know, over honesty and how to be a good commander. And then he ends up like, yeah, I love the little play acting he does with his like plant in the audience. Like, oh, but we will tell this to our children. But what children? Yes, you <laughs> random stranger. Yes, <laughs> you, you, man in the back. Yes. Who I've never seen before. Um, but no, I think it is cool because you get Data just blowing it up. Like, that's Data's solution. Yeah. That's See, Data Kobe needs Ashi to go Maru. away from comedy because that doesn't work. But instead, and I'm gesturing with my imaginary cigar, but no, he needs to go to drama. Like, this is where all the Shakespeare lessons are paying off. Yeah, and then just the the Picard owning the Shelly. Oh, he so owns that, you know. And then Riker blanketing green grin at the end. You know, (laughs) who enjoyed that? Y'all damned right. (laughs) So okay, remember, guys, essential is not uh, awesome. Essentially, awesome (laughs) is not a measurement of quality. So we're not saying whether or not this is a good episode or whether we like this episode. Way to bring us back on track. There you go. Because I do, I also love the Shelly X stuff, and it's awesome. And I even like the data stuff, and he gets a kiss at the end, right, I believe, as well. Um, So there is a lot here that's good. I would say there's a lot of good development in Data's character and in Picard's. And not, not so much development in Picard, but we, it's reveal. Like, I, I do agree with that. I feel like that. this that's would go better if we all were, like, in chairs. And we could hit a button, and then there'd be a big X over the episode. <laughs> and if you get at least two X's, the episode moves on to <laughs> L.A. Or wait, hold on. Yeah, I agree. I yes, I, I would say that the my the strongest case for me is that Picard. We get the strongest case of diplomatic Picard here. Yeah, and 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 what that means, and what that will mean for that character in the future. I'm not entirely convinced that that's enough, but it sounds like you guys have made up your minds. This is but your I, season three opener now. Yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, but, I would be fine opening this up for the season. But for the future, remember, it's not quality because we may have to leave some quality episodes behind here in season three. So next is the bonding, right? That's what we're jumping to. No, <laughs> unfortunately not yet. We will hit that soon, though. Uh, so right now, 50 percent. Not too shabby. <laughs> Move, uh, Data, run on. the numbers. <laughs> Wait, that took you way too long. <laughs> oh, sorry, different number running. So, moving on, we have the survivors. The Enterprise investigates two survivors leaving on, living on the only undamaged patch of land on a devastated planet. The great and all-powerful Kevin. 
See, this do is we, exactly we have what to I'm keep talking it about. Because we can't make that joke anymore if we don't. <laughs> That's my point. Like, this episode is so good. Not sure if there's actually any reason other than it. I don't know. There's nothing. What's here to keep this anchored here? I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it, it is. It's one of those where you 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 think back on it and you're not like, oh, that's right. That was that episode, you know, that was in that season that I really, I mean, it's, it, this could have been a season one episode or a season two episode or season three. Like it, nothing anchors it in my mind. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I can't really think of anything that would cause me to, oh God, <laughs> guys, why, why can't I keep this episode in my mind? Guys. <laughs> And I and I love this episode. I lo- I love this episode, but I just I, I don't know. I mean, nothing nothing of consequence happens. Yeah. We're not going to remember. Th- like, unfortunately, that would be cool if Kevin showed back up on Voyager. It, or something. It's pretty much just lines no. like "good tea, no. nice house," and yeah, oh, yeah, that sticks mean, with you. you know? it, to me, it's a very um, and I say this complimentary. It's a very TOS episode, actually, where you have it this is. mystery, and it's really like, oh, it's a god. You know, I mean, that's a very TOSy. Um, it's almost like Requiem for Methuselah or, or along those lines or something of like, you think this regular guy and he turns out to be like, oh no. So, I mean, I think it's a good tale, like we've always said, and it's, it's very TNG essentially. Um, so, I feel like if you're both going to vote no, I'm going to vote yes because I feel like it does have essential TNG message, but my heart won't break if we don't keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I can't, I never really could consider the survivors being absolutely essential. And don't get me wrong, I love this episode. So, but no, it's not. It's nothing that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not. This is not quality. I gotta keep and, reminding myself, not quality. And also, they could have done so much better with, like, I guess what they did with Troy. Like, they just kind of wasted on yeah. this episode. They they pretty much had to make this whole plot point to incapacitate her, not telepathy, but em, you know, empathic. For some, yeah, it just no. Yeah. Okay. Bye, survivors. Don't worry. We'll still watch you and love you. Next up, who watches the watchers? Yeah. The Enterprise uh, must. <laughs> the Enterprise must undo the damage when a primitive civilization discovers a Federation observation team and concludes that the Starfleet personnel are gods. I mean, I think throw it out. You have insurrection yeah. coming up. Why oh, keep this one? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> So keep, 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 yeah. keep, keep. I mean, yeah. listen, this is, this is one of my essential. Episodes, if you had to pick one per season, essential, yeah. it's on that oh, level. Wow. I, I think that's an exaggeration, but. Oh. Well, <laughs> I kind of agree, but I mean, what the, I mean, I'm not saying it's it the with... one you pick for the season, but if you were right. having contenders for one a season, mm-hmm. this would be definitely in the running. It's that strong. I, it would be a seed. Uh, I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, of course, you're you're going up against yesterday's Enterprise and best of both worlds, just because of the season, right? But, right. but yes, absolutely, I do agree. I mean, this this is Quint- it. Just wanted this to is- be a contender, Daniel, and I think it can have that. <laughs> this is the hardcore TNG episode I can think of. Like this is TNG in one episode to me, um, and I love I mean, it. I love it for all those things, and it's got some good Riker uh, Troy stuff. Uh, and I mean, there's just so much, much good about this episode. We get, of course, all of the stuff that we pick back up in Insurrection. We get a lot of uh, a lot of Prime Directive talk. I mean, there's just there's it's just so infused with Star Trek. Like this episode is inseparable from TNG to me. And I like how it starts. You know, Mazen scene is like it's like right 
they're in the middle of the action. Like they're on the planet and they got to figure stuff out and, and they're already undercover. And, and yeah, look, we, we always think of the, you know, the, the Picard stuff, but there's a ton that happens before that with Riker and Troy. That's really good. So it's a, it's a really solid episode. Now we did keep pen pals, right? Yes. Because this this episode references pen pal. Well, then I think it's a slam dunk right there. <laughs> right. And that's the only reason. Because this is the only time we get Crusher mentioning Pulaski. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think Picard mentions Pulaski in our presence. But. Oh, yeah. I I'm aware. <laughs> Never. Pulaski's. <laughs> and then she doesn't. Then she doesn't do it right. So like, <laughs> Never who's speak cocky that now, name before me in my presence? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know. What do you think? Are you going to say yes, Philip? You're probably going to say yes anyways, huh? I'm going to say no. I'm going to, I'm going to rain on your parade, Daniel. We're going <laughs> just to for fun. We got rain cloud Philip over here just, for, just because. All right, that's fine. You're still going to lose. So there. All I mean, right. I mean, this is the, the spiritual heir to justice. So, I mean, I guess we can keep it. <laughs> so, if, could we... Th- oh, man, I can't believe I'm about to do this to my, my wonderful Who Watches the Watchers. But can we count Justice Who Watches the Watchers and Insurrection as one giant trilogy? Of, I think uh, so. I think we could. <laughs> is it the trilogy that gets really bad in the third part? Because that's what it feels like. Uh, no, it's it's the trilogy that's only good on the second, uh, the second <laughs> oh, okay. one. So. so it's the Empire Strikes Back of <laughs> the, the trilogy. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Moving on. We're keeping Who Watches the Watchers, and I'm going to say yes for Philip, too, just because I can do that. I'm in the center chair this <laughs> week. So, moving on, the bonding. Worf decides to take into his house the child of a slain subordinate, but the child is having trouble accepting his mother's death, death especially when she mysteriously reappears. Now, guys, I normally let you go first, uh, except for that last episode and this one, because, I mean, come on. Jeremy Astor. He, we see him. We see him with Worf. We see him at uh, Worf and Jedzia's uh, 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 wedding. Uh, we see him become a house, part of the house of uh, Martog. Um, Come on! I mean, this guy—he is so important to Star Trek lore. We he just, and Alexander is... are like playing all the time. <laughs> what season were you guys watching? Because I don't remember any of that happening. <laughs> It's an it's funny because it is an episode that seems like it would have lasting repercussions. Now, can we say it's essential for anything it reveals about Worf and Klingon culture or anything like that? I'm just pulling at straws here. No, see, no, 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 no. Oh, I can go off on this episode. I think it it is essential because to me, it answers a question perhaps that people weren't asking, but you know, having children on the Enterprise D because remember this is what separates a TNG from basically every other series. I mean, um, it's the only one where ostensibly children are on board the ship, and and it deals with death uh, head on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is the the alien a little hokey, you know, and and you know whatever? But but I think the issue, uh, especially where where you have the Troy and Picard, you know, talking about this issue, you have Wesley confronting Picard. I'll I'll hand quote that confronting Picard, but you have this interesting dynamic. Of where you have, um, you know, in that room, you have Worf, Wesley, Picard, Jeremy. And you have those dichotomy that Picard was in charge of the away team that killed Wesley's father. Worf was in charge of the away team that killed Jeremy's mother. And you have the four of them talking. Um, And so I think, you know, if you don't like the Worf and Jeremy Astor, you do have some good Wesley Jean-Luc time of like, 
where uh, I don't know if it's, is it Beverly or or no, I think it's Deanna who kind of prompts Wesley like, "You can say it now. Now is the time you can actually say it of what what of what happened and what you felt about Picard." He's like, "I think you know, like I hated you or whatever." But then I got over it, and you know, da da da. So I think that was a very revealing moment. And this could be the first part in the uh, sequel, or or maybe we can find another part for a trilogy with the uh, what is it, hero worship later? You know, with traumatic child children bonding to members of the senior, oh, senior yeah. staff. Is this part of the pack that starts with like Charlie X, and then oh boy, well, and then it you have like- uh, Naomi Wildman. I mean, you could just, I mean, this is just a running theme in Star Trek. Ah, I'm on the fence. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence too. Like, it's a really strong, you know, uh, call for it that that Philip made, but I just. Essential towards for its Star Trek ness. I don't, I, but like you said, that parts with Wesley and like Wesley revealing like what he felt, like he's never said that before. Yeah, the Wesley stuff to me is probably the strongest argument for this. Although, of course, we do get a little bit of Klingon tradition stuff, which isn't super important, but is also kind of a backdrop. Um, and also, I've, I'm kind of tempted to say uh, yes, just because this episode gives us Ron Moore. Uh, but of course, that's behind the scenes, so that doesn't count. Was this his first episode? Um, yeah, this was the first oh. episode he wrote, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, I'm torn. I don't know, Darren, you pick. Oh, jeez. I say yes. Um, I mean, do you hate children or do you love children? <laughs> he asks the only parent on the show right now. Just, just to underscore the fact that we're not just picking what we feel are the best episodes. And again, the to focus on a lot of the interpersonal. This is a very, like, there's no starships they're fighting in this one it's all how you deal with being on a space uh, on a starship and that's you know that's pretty important so i'll, I'll go i'll go with yes yeah. okay that's fair that's fair but um the one thing that would have pushed me over the edge is one line at some point from anybody about jeremy astor there's one line hey how's jeremy doing Worf? grumble 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 oh Worf, you mean if they Worf, actually Worf. actually ever talked about it again yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't they do like they even not like any other episode? I not well, that I, I remember. Think what happened was uh, Worf sent Jeremy to go live with his parents, <laughs> and uh, and they were like, wonder, "Boy, you know, this is so much easier than a Klingon child." <laughs> <laughs> I have all the ships want, and diagrams. <laughs> I wonder if uh, they mention him in the novels. In the novelverse, uh, the novel-verse. Let us let us know because I would I would be interested to hear that, but. That is a yes for us, I think. I'm correct, bringing us back, no, a little bit above 50% now. Just a little over. Yep. We're going to move on to Booby Trap. While investigating a thousand-year-old alien derelict, the Enterprise gets caught in the same energy trap which doomed that vessel a millennium ago. What do you guys think of Booby Trap? Now, this uh, this is dangerous territory here. Because if we say no to this one, we have to say no to the next one. Yeah, that, we have that to. I mean, we, we have to say yes. Yeah. We have well, to I'm not, I'm, and then we have to say no to all good to things. To all like, good things, which is absolutely <laughs> not happening. Yeah, no, we have to. We it's have a to domino effect. <laughs> yeah, I definitely say keep it. I mean, not just for, uh, as we've talked about in our episode where we talk about um, using the holodeck as a toolkit. You know, this is a great example of that. But 
Also, you get Picard in the pilot seat, which is really cool. And they kind of reinforce, you know, that he does know how to fly the ship, even if it's not from the center seat. Uh, and it's it's a critical thinking. You know, everyone's got to... F- I mean, Jordy's doing... You know, he's carrying the uh, the burden of that, but everyone's trying to figure out how to solve this problem. And there are stakes. It's a very well-constructed episode of television. Well, it's more Fujili than steak, but I, but I get it. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, um, is this is this the first out-and-out mention of Utopia Planitia? No. I'm not I sure. actually, don't they mention it in Encounter? I don't think so. I mean, I, I like, it may it. have been on the plaque, but I mean, like, you know, that's, you know. I don't know. I don't think they mm-hmm. say leaving from Utopia Planitia in Encounter. But the thing is, I actually was going to mention this, that um, we do get a very important backstory of the Enterprise. So that's super cool. Um, oh, and I'm, Just I'm, for that shot, that matte painting in the background of like the skeletal structure of the Enterprise, I think this episode's worth it. Yeah. Super cool. All right. I guess we're keeping it for sure. And when you think of this episode, Daniel... I want you to think oh, of gosh. the essentialness of it. <laughs> All right. Keeping booby trap. Next up, the enemy. LaForge and a Romulan are trapped on a planet ravaged by electromagnetic storms. Worf turns out to be the only viable donor to save the life of an injured Romulan aboard the Enterprise. Oh, boy. We like this episode, don't we? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, why not to keep it as just to be more challenging? <laughs> That's true. Know? I mean, you got Worf, his great role of, and his great choice of not, of choosing not to give blood. And then you have right, Jordy. Right. No, because I think, go ahead, Darren. No, we just said, you have Jordy who MacGyvers his way out of a hole blind. Well, yeah, I don't think he was quite blind yet, but he's still, it was, and you have Picard doing the diplomacy stuff with the Romulans up above. I mean, it's, it's firing on all cylinders. Right. It's nacelles and EPS conduits, but yeah. It's, um, it's the nacelling on all EPS conduits. <laughs> um, but, but like to me, for some folks who want to see uh, TNG as carpet holodecks and all the food you can eat, um, and it's not like the gritty, like, dude, Worf kills a guy, I mean, not literally, well, not even literally, I suppose, but, but I mean, this is not like a sweet ending. Like, Worf can save him. All he needs to do is literally just, like, you know, donate some plasma or some blood. And he's like, nope. And that's the answer. And that's Klingons how it are ends. always cutting their hands. They're always giving blood freely. They're like, oh, hey, you know, how <laughs> yeah. are you doing, Bob? Let me cut my hand. Doop, doop, doop. And, but he says no. Sometimes they're giving it away so much, it, it turns into Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> but that's, but, and, that's not a thing. And, like, you have that, that well, I'm great. I don't know if that's the right word. But you just have that, that part where, you know... Worf's like, you could order me, sir, and if you order me, I'll do it. And Picard's like, Mr. Wolf, dismiss. And you're like, oh. That's kind of, that's Worf dropping the knowledge, like when Data says, you know, perhaps you feel it's not time for an android to, it's like such passive aggressiveness that Picard just shuts down. Right. I mean, I mean, and I think, I mean, it's all about the Romulans. Now, I will say, there is some continuity here. Because almost all the Romulan stuff always gets picked up. Because this is... What planet is this? Because I feel like this will get... This is picked up in the Defector. Like, hey, 
Remember when you saw us last time, Tomalock? Or Golondin Tom- Call. Exactly. Golondin so, Call. So, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying you need the, this episode just for that, because you can kind of just make up in your head what that reference is. But just sort of, sort of the trilogy of, like, this and the defector. and um, Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good with keeping it. But yeah, because yep. I think I think it's really it's not a Jordy episode. Well, I don't know, maybe it is. But anyway, I think it really shows off a lot of Jordy that we don't necessarily always see. So <laughs> if you really care about the Forge, there's some essential Jordiness in this. And what's it's nice too is that for like I think the only time Wesley saves the day. So you know we don't ever get to see that. <laughs> but, uh, um, okay, the enemy. So we are we're we're chugging ahead well above. Uh, 50% at this point. I mean, we're we're up here pretty high, but we'll see where we are at the end. Moving on, the price. The Enterprise hosts negotiations for possession of the only known <sighs> yeah. stable uh, wormhole. I th- Guys, I, tell, I mean I couldn't it. tell if we were sighing loudly or doing our <laughs> Well, I think a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, but... <laughs> I mean, just think of that a great episode. Voyager episode that we can't use if we don't I was use say, did TTJ keep that episode? We might have to coordinate to figure out if we're... Oh, man. Because yeah. I, I was going to say... This, they can't keep that one. I'm Those are the sure. rules of Trek FM. They, I, I can't remember now. I don't think... Uh, I want to say no because it's not that great of an episode, but I want to say yes because something in the back of my head says that they kept it just because it was fun. But I yeah I think they I, did and I think for that for that reason we have to keep it we should look it up real quick though is this out of TT Trek FM continuity no, we have we to, keep, have to this? keep this one My oh gosh. yes we do if no, no if TTJ kept this dang it Tristan what? and Char <laughs> <laughs> and I'd yeah. have to say yes okay and why because this is a real solid chance for them to get home this is probably the closest that they've been to almost getting home. That's true. This is a wormhole literally home. Yeah. They're like they're there's like at the end they're turning their ship and they can't keep up fast enough to go to the opening. And if they just were just a few, you know, 100 kilometers closer, they would have been home and then boom, gone forever and the Ferengi make it home. Yeah. And it's just another kick in the pants. I think it's just I don't know, because the whole mission is them trying to get home, how can we miss an episode where they almost make it home. Yeah, you're right. All right, I suppose we got to keep this one. False prophets. Okay. Tristan and Char, we went back and listened to that bit, and we know that you kept false prophets. So, yes, you kept false prophets. And I'm just saying, <laughs> warp five. Remember this. Yeah. <laughs> so in honor of that, we are going to keep the price so you guys can have your episode. Yay. <laughs> and that was much rejoicing. Well, guess what? This next one is going to is going to bring us back down a little bit. I am already predicting the vengeance no. factor. The enterprise no, tries yeah, to no. negotiate. I okay. don't I don't yep. I forget this is an episode. I like never no, all the time. It. It's uh it's all so bad. Well, like to me, A, it's it's just uh, it's a weak story, weak well, I don't want to smirch anyone, but I'll just say not not the most powerful episode. And then, like for me, with my my uh, confusion over Triker, that's where like uh, you know it's Troy and Riker hanging out, and then like, hey Luda, uh, hey come on over. Oh oh, and Dan's like, I should leave. Like, no, you're gonna stay and watch me flirt with her. I'm like, God, you're such a creeper. 
R- Riker does kill uh, a person here, but that's whatever. Right. Only after three shots. I mean, that's the TV rule. If you have yeah, to yeah. kill them. Nope, 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 nope. We don't even need to waste any time. It's uh, it's not, like it's not the worst episode of all time, but there's nothing redeeming in it, and there's no yeah. reason to keep it. So there's, it's, there's just it's like bizarrely a Riker episode, but not really. Like it's actually weird because I think like Luta Zuda, whatever her name is. Like, it's actually her episode. Like, I think she's the main character here, and you're kind of like, eh, really should have been about us. Nope, we're dropping it. Next up, The Defector. The Enterprise grants asylum to a defector from the Romulan Empire who claims to have vital information concerning a renewed Romulan offensive against the Federation. What do you guys think? Where's the base, Admiral? Well, there it sits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a good episode, but it uh, is good. well, it's the sequel, I would argue, to The Enemy, um, because you have Tomalok in The Enemy, where... Is it the, the trifecta of then, the Tomalok trilogy? Right. And then you have in The Defector, where the roles are reversed, except for some Klingon ex-machina. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, but, um, gosh. Well, you know, it depends what you think about how essential Romulan... Storyline. We've had a lot of Romulan storylines so far. Not no. So far, this is only the third season. So far, this is like the <laughs> the third Romulan episode in the whole series. Yeah, you've had. You know, it is zone. a good episode. I mean, we think we yes. all agree that, but in the lens of essential dumb. No, it, I don't. You know I don't what? It it's more. I would say no because. The main character is the guest star. And he's a good character, for sure. I mean, he's a good character, but really you want the main characters of your episodes to be your people. And and yeah, I, I, and I, I'm saying it's just on the edge. Because obviously you get a lot of great Picard, you get a lot of great of our people doing things, but they're... Listen, Darren, you can't tap dance on the edge of the neutral zone. You made your choice. You're a traitor. I do. And again, you're talking, to, you know, I love the Romulans, no doubt. Um, other than learning about how far they're willing to go just to expose one traitor, I don't think there's much here that we learn. I mean, we get to see the whole the thing on the holodeck, but I mean, Shakespeare, come on, yeah. And no, this is, I'm I sorry, mean, Picard, Picard outmaneuvers Picard. him with the Klingon help, you know. But and Picard, oh, I don't, my, I love that scene when they show up at the end, yeah. But again, nothing. Picard playing Picard in the holodeck, yeah, doesn't. Sorry. I mean, I love this episode. I love this episode, but it's not essential in any way. It's kind of a standalone. Just, it's just kind of, you could, le- you could not watch it and not really miss anything. I, I'm voting yeah. I'm, I'm voting no. Sorry. I love you, Defector, and I'll watch you. But you're who's, not on our list. Who's the true Defector in this one, Dan? The Hunted. While the Enterprise D is reviewing a seemingly idyllic planet's application for Federation membership from a That's one Zephyr Cochran. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he has a mustache. Oh, oh okay. Like He's in the witness protection program or something. Uh, it's all about the government's shameful treatment of its war veterans. Okay, I'm it's, it's, trying to remember. Go it's ahead. not the best episode, but it definitely is right up there in Star Trek being a social commentary. I mean, it's sure. a Vietnam War vet story, basically. Um. But yeah, Phil, this is the one where, you know, and, and you get the great escape scene where the guy, like, apparently he has no life signs, so he escapes from his ship, and, you know, the, a lot of it's chasing after this guy, but they're, 
but then you also have the the social commentary of oh yeah after the war we just put them all on this prison planet basically i don't know it's it's to me it's really not a real i mean it's not memorable like i, I don't disagree that that was the True. attempt at social commentary it's a strong like, social commentary but it doesn't mean it's essential it just means it falls right, into I mean, that i mean category. like you know um the season one don't do drugs was a social commentary <laughs> right, but, right right but we didn't keep that so i you know, i'm actually gonna say no i think this mm, is yeah it's i mean don't don't, don't be persuaded by no, me. i'm just um, but, but I, I, nope. I i can't really think of a it doesn't really stay with me no no it no, was I, I, uh, I it was a no for me i mean i don't know if something could be essential and not really stay with you unless it yeah. had some like random like continuity like we learned picard was profit or something you know <laughs> right i don't know boy but, that would uh, that would throw a wrench into things huh? no i would actually throw that out and then <laughs> live with that but speaking of uh episodes with strong social commentary but maybe kind of teetering on the edge of should we keep it or not the high ground dr crusher is captured by terrorists who want to involve the federation in the struggle for freedom oh. <laughs> I mean, well, and what, go ahead. I, I, well, this is my, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with how Beverly is this episode because it's sort of like we want to show both sides, which means they do. And then Beverly has this weird Stockholm syndrome of like, <laughs> John Luke, maybe they have a point. John Luke's like, they tried to blow up your son and the ship. <laughs> Beverly's yeah. like, but he's really cute. And I mean, like, it's just not, yeah, you know, this feels like, an episode from a video game where you have to play shift a lot. <laughs> uh, there's nothing, nothing in it though. I mean, I, I, do, I actually think it is fairly decent social commentary. Most of, most of the episode. And I do really like the conversation that Picard and data have regarding terrorism on the bridge. Um, That's that true. was, that was interesting. But that doesn't yeah, make it very... essential. No, and but I no, but like... that does not make it essential. Yeah, they were no. trying. I mean, and obviously the strong Irish angle here, but they're trying to sort of like make terrorism you know, explore that issue. But like right. the guy's a yeah, he wasn't a sympathetic villain. He was a bad guy. <laughs> exactly. He's like, no, I would kill them again, and I'd kill more. And like, okay, well then, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I got nothing for you, man. I, you know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I think we're we're all in agreement. That's going to be a, a four in a row from us of leaving behind. Yeah, we're we're bouncing well, out the equation. <laughs> yeah, you know, we were actually we were rushing ahead for quite a while, uh, but that's okay. We'll see we what got, happens we got next. Winded. Let's see what looks. Well, that's what happens when you say yes to the price. That everything after that is no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a too far a price to pay. <laughs> next up, Deja Q. Q is seeking asylum on the Enterprise after he has been thrown out of the Continuum and stripped of his powers. Now, I did look up, and we did include the previous Q episode, Q Who, I mean, obviously, but we have so far kept every Q episode, just saying. So then I say yes. It's I a Q yes. episode, well, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I well, when we get to He shows up Q, once a season. We'll, we'll see what folks say. Um, but uh, actually, this is, he lays low after this, actually. We don't see him for a little bit until, well, Cupid. But anyway. Um... This is actually, I would say, a if you're doing the long game, and especially I'm looking to you, Voyager, this is starts to be some Q development. This That's is our true. first Q development, um, character development, because I would say development. What happens? Yeah, that's right. What, Ooh, what nice. happens in this episode leads to Death Wish, 
because, you know, right in here, Q gets sort of like has come to Q moment of where he's sort of like, okay, I'm going to be a good Q or, or a better Q. And so that sort of leads to the one we see in in um, Death Wish, where he's like, now he's the, the, the by the book Q, and the other Q is the one who loses his badge because he's off the case. Loses Kowalski. his badge. Um, <laughs> he's getting too old for this. That's right. But uh, so I think that's and also Tuvok brings it up during the trial. Like, wasn't it true that you were uh, punished by the collective? And this is because of this episode. Um, I think you have some, a lot of good data moments, data laughs. I mean, data laughs, uh, so good. Um, not that that's necessarily because there's other times that data laughs that we could probably. Um, but anyway, but not. I mean, I I think there's a lot of cutum data dumb. It's 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 good stuff. War feeding books. I mean, it's all good stuff. It's yeah, you, so you, good. You learn a little bit more about the continuum. I mean, a little bit, right? If you're interested in in the Q verse, the Q verse. Yeah, I think this is where we kind of get the best until all good things. It's kind of where we get the best kind of idea of of Hugh Q is and like what, what matters to him kind of, and we always get a little glimpses of it, but what does he actually like and what, what really matters to him? So yeah, I, I say, keep it for sure. Next up a matter of perspective. When Riker is charged with the murder of a prominent scientist, each side uses the holodeck to show their side. I don't, story. I don't remember the episode like that, Daniel. This is my version of it. Oh. Uh, nope. The holodeck nope. kissed me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would say just off the bat, no. I mean, I think no. it's, I actually like it, but essential? Yeah. Nope. I mean, we you guys both know I really enjoy this episode for what it, it does with the holodeck, but it's it doesn't really, even even with Riker, it doesn't really progress his character at all. Well, I feel like it reveals how how skeezy is like oh stop stop stop. i feel like it's almost like well it's exactly like the voyager episode where you're kind of like oh wait he probably did make out with her didn't he yeah (laughs) okay yeah nothing 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 really here right well unless you're taking this as part of the riker cautionary (laughs) uh vhs collector set which also includes the game (laughs) that's a different series Mm, yeah we'll talk about that when we get to season five six can't remember um next up yesterday's enterprise i'm not going to read the synopsis on this one guys nah, i have a feeling I'm, we're I'm, all going to land I don't on really the same see where side. it comes into essentialness of stuff i mean yeah. are we looking into the future why are we talking about yesterday <laughs> i mean why i mean literally i can't think of one minute that goes by in this episode where something kind of important doesn't happen so right. i mean and, and i agree because daniel well knows that if he got rid of this episode we couldn't have Sela, and so I think ah, this is why we have to keep yesterday's Enterprise. I'll take the good with the bad. I'll take the good with the bad. Um, I'll take the the Enterprise continuity. I'll take Captain Rachel Garrett. I'll take uh, this Romulan Klingon. Uh, you know, Genesis with War. Genesis with Warf. I mean, wh- you could what? call him Richard yeah. Daniel. <laughs> the start of the establishment of of Guinan's powers. I mean, there there's just so so yeah. much in this episode. It's ridiculous. Like the oh, and also we would be remiss if we didn't mention Cetacean Ops. And haven't we kind of discussed sometimes that this is kind of as close as to a mirror episode i mean you have parallels and other other things like that but this is kind of also a mirror episode where you see a very it's like it's not the mirror universe but it's 
the Klingon war and it's just, it's a militaristic federation and, you know, belts, belts, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we don't need to belabor the point. I think, uh, it's not surprising. We're going to come down in a hard yes on yesterday's enterprise for sure. Can you tell me about Tasha? <laughs> I could, but I couldn't remember her name. Next up, the offspring. Data successfully creates a new android, which he views as his child. Now, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a hard yes. Hard, hard yes. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I don't remember uh, Philip asking me if it was okay for us to talk <laughs> about this episode, but... <laughs> Isn't this the one where Picard <laughs> sort of does like the double face palm? And what's even my favorite <laughs> part is that Data's like looking under his arms <laughs> to see what's going yeah. on. With and it's the one where when we recently watched it, I remember being like, "Where's Riker in this? Like, he's not hasn't even shown up yet." Yeah, you because know, he doesn't come in till like halfway through. Oh, that's why, because he directed. No, I know, but I'm he just did? saying because yeah, 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 yeah. I remember when I was rewatching, I'm like, "Where the heck is Riker?" Because you had that one Don't moment worry. when Frakes. When Frakes directs, he's going to make out what with someone. What are your intentions towards my daughter? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's obviously a great episode. That's not yeah. my Is it my essential to Data's development? Is it I think it is. I think it absolutely is, you know. Does he have to bring it up again? You know, I don't think it's ever expressly kind of mentioned again. I don't think it's ever... Pretty much once we got the on the emotion chip train, that's all he talked about. <laughs> but That's kind of all he talked about. Um, it would have been nice for it to come up again, I think, for sure. We talked about his Tasha more than he ever talked about his daughter. Well, and yeah. I, I would say one of the other best scenes is was it the Admiral, when he comes out of the room and he's kind of retailing watching Data try to save Lal and that I feel that scene right there is kind of the successor to measure of a man where people in command are kind of get it. I mean, we all know that data is amazing and, and what he is, but every once in a what while, what is he Darren? <laughs> every once in a while, the Admiralty needs to be kind of reminded of that. So yeah, yeah I'd say, I'd say keep it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I, I would struggle, but I'm going to say yes. Cause obviously it's great. It is fantastic. Next up, Sins of the Father. Sins of the Father. Yeah, I don't think is... it, it ever comes up again. I can't really uh, think of yeah. when. More <laughs> like launches the Klingon Civil War arc. Uh, I... Yeah, this, I mean, we see this go on until the end of Deep Space Nine. I mean, so yeah, remember that Deep Space Nine, if we keep this, you have to keep <laughs> you can, You're allowed to <laughs> exist. after season yeah. four, it's just all yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean again it's this is this is one of those things it's just universe building on such a grandiose scale that you can't you could not get rid of it in, in now this and is, not only this is ron moore right because isn't he always the klingon guy he's the klingon guy uh this but is actually, ronald yeah, yeah, was written by w reed moran whoever that was um but also guys this is also since we kept um the other one that we talked about <laughs> which season on the pach vague the one we first talked, the first episode we ever talked about uh, with Captain Farpoint. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Riker code the first of thing we ever uh, talked about. No, no, no. It's not called Code of Honor. It's um. I know what you're talking about. The Klingon one. Yeah. The on the pot. Matter of Honor. Matter of Honor. Ah, so we kept that. We have to keep this. 
I mean, that's like, of course, those are very loosely. But but later on, of course, with uh, are we keeping Redemption. all the Klingon episodes at this point? No, no we definitely we aren't. Didn't. In fact, there are well, there not the are... first one. I'm at the good ones. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we kept both Kalar episodes. Or wait, don't worry. We will we will hit some Klingon episodes. I have a very strong feeling we're going to leave okay. behind because it gets so heavy handed Klingon later on that uh, that it gets a little a little ridiculous. But I think I mean, come on, since the father is solid, it's good right, stuff. Yeah, right. And of course, and of course, there's a huge relationship built here between um, Picard and Worf that is very significant later on as well. So, and we know more about Kittimer, or not Kittimer, but um, well, yeah, no, Kittimer. Yeah, but no, but what was the uh, the name of the planet that was was that the? Oh, I'm thinking I'm confusing Narenda three because that that was a different that was a different thing. Okay, I sometimes mix up that Klingon outpost with. Kittimer, but yeah. Well, I think it's confusing because they use Kittimer from Star Trek. Six. Yeah, that's why it's confusing. It's Kittimer. And it's like, Kittimer, we have to get another planet, but okay. nope. There's Praxis and uh, <laughs> Kittimer. That's it. Um, so, we're keeping that one. Next up, Allegiance. Captain Picard and three other people are abducted and imprisoned by an unknown force oh, and rep- replaced by duplicates. Hard singing. It's hard to not pass that up. It's a, it's a good, it episode. A good episode. I like this episode a lot. Does it? Um, is it essential for developing Picard's character? Because it is a Picard episode. Well, no, no, it's not. nope, not you, at all. Well, you do have some weird Beverly. You have some weird Prusher stuff. Yeah, but that's only because he's not real the whole time. So nope. But he. Sorry. Yeah, it's um, and it's an interesting premise. Yeah, well, you know, and I go beyond the essentialness of just continuity or character development. But I mean, um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll say I don't know, and then let you all decide. <laughs> I, I I really like this episode, but I mean, it's just I mean, it's a sol- it's it's a solid episode, and but I mean, even in introduces, mixed with all introduces some interesting aliens. Chow a Nam, really cool yeah, aliens. female surrender aliens. Uh, Bolian, yep. Mm-hmm. Really cool female Bolian. Yeah. We've never seen yeah. a female Bolian before. Yep. Uh, who turns out to be a fraud. She's a she fake. turns out. She's a she fake. turns out to be a Macduff. Uh, I say no. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason. It's to on the that. edge, but I there's not one thing about it that's like, oh my gosh, well you this is essential. Like the word essential, the word good, the word great Patrick Stewart moments, but the word essential doesn't come to mind. Next up, Captain's okay. Holiday. Gotta keep Picard. it, Captain Picard in those shorts. My goodness. Yep. <laughs> it's a damn sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> Raisa, Jamaharon, Vash. Vash, of course. Yeah. Just the fact uh, that Riker Ram? gives him that and doesn't tell him what it's for. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, we get to see Jam- uh we get to see Rom for the first time that's as well. Not really Rom. <laughs> eh, it's still it's... kind of Rom. It's still kind the of The man Ram. who became Nagus. <laughs> <laughs> that's by the way that was my favorite novel i had to read in high school <laughs> the man who became navy oh yeah i i say keep it um again risa is is a staple of star trek uh and the 24th century star trek i don't know the, um, the risa collection is not a great one I'm gonna <laughs> not that i'm saying yeah the, the rice episodes very hit or miss but they but they are they Mostly do exist miss. let's let's be honest <laughs> and we get a lot of references to risa well, you get, what, more importantly in Enterprise, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw that. <laughs> Dude, I I like that episode. I I actually kind of like that episode, uh, but uh, I, I can leave the uh, the Deep Space Nine one behind for sure. 
But then, of course, Vosh. We get Vosh. Right. We can't. So that we means can't we're, we're keeping Cupid. Are you are you showing some foreshadowing here? Well, I would keep Cupid. I would keep Cupid as well. But, so yeah, <laughs> so, oh, that's true. Okay. okay, so just focusing on the introduction of Vosh as this other flirt of Picard, this other foil for him. I think you got to keep it. No. Yep. I'm on the yes train. Are you saying no, uh, Philip? I'll say yeah. Okay. All right. There it is. Next up, Tin Man. The Enterprise races against Romulans to make Pedal it to the metal data with a powerful entity codenamed Tin Man. Yeah. Uh, nah. We get another yeah. Beta Z and. Do yeah, we really get we get more every time we see Luxana though about their culture than we do from this guy? He's the mayor of Sunnydale, right? <laughs> I mean, he's like an outsider yeah. even in their in their culture. So, I, yeah, we don't really learn much. There's there's some good stuff I mean, there when he's the co- when he the concept of um a space. What's the word I'm looking for? The space alien, the space dwelling you know, creature. Form. Yeah, exactly. But we get that so many other times. Yeah, we do. Not really. Galaxy's Child. We'll get that. Species eight four. I do like I like I like the one scene. I'm always reminded of the one scene when he's talking to Data, and he's very comfortable with Data because Data he can't hear. Oh data. yeah, he like I always thought that lo- was cool. like he would kidnap him like the most toys kind of you know that's that kind of relationship. Daniel, I th- I thought you were going to refer to your favorite moment of when the chair comes <laughs> out. <laughs> oh no! Come on now. I mean the reverse Come melt on now. Uh, yes. So next up, we're we're leaving Ten Man behind. Next up. Hollow Pursuits. Lieutenant Barkley, an introverted diagnostic engineer, is having difficulties dealing with I'm just going to say no on every Barkley episode no. to see how is this angry the, I can Is this Daniel. the first Barkley episode? Yes. This is the okay, first Barkley episode. Gotta, okay, well, okay, do we want this to be the introduction to Barkley? Yes, we do. Of course, it has we do. to be. Absolutely. Because it literally explains him. It, it does. And it's so much fun. It's it so, is. It's so much fun. I think we don't keep it and then don't keep first contact because then it won't make what sense. What are anymore. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do at the end of this, right like essential movies, and we have four. Oh, we are going to hit essential movies. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a short episode. <laughs> It'll be a feature. <laughs> no, it's not, actually. I think there's a lot we could say. But, anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're keeping it, right? I mean, do we yeah, all agree? We, we keep, can keep it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, again, we'll say no, and then we have to. I mean, our man Cliff Bowl, he's batting a thousand right now. He's doing great. So, So we've talked about quality. Oh no! What? What? No, no. I'm 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 trying to segue into the next episode. We've talked about quality episodes and where do they land? So let's talk the most toys. Is this? Is that moment? I mean, because really, this episode builds up to the one moment, and is that moment significant enough for Data to keep? I think that's what this episode. I'd falls say to, but maybe you guys feel differently. In this episode, there's that moment, okay. but no. there's also how the crew reacts to Data's death, and how Jordy reacts pretty badly, I, or pretty like dismissively. It'd be like Jordy's the only one who cares. That's now, true. I will say I, my my interesting one. Is there is, and but it's very short, but I do appreciate that they took the time. You have Troy and Worf, where she's like, you know, this is the second time you've taken over for a dead mm. roommate. Like, that's the only way you get promotions, Worf. Uh, it's starting to look suspicious. It's the it Empire's there. way. Like, I mean, the <laughs> Imperial Empire. <laughs> no, but but I did think that was an interesting thing of where she, she just tried to deal with that with him. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I would say I don't see it, but I can be persuaded. 
Ah, I'm torn. Um, I mean, it's really the episode to that me, launches, you know, Saul Rubinick's career in anyone knowing who he is in sci-fi, which is great. I mean, Warehouse 13, but uh, it's it's not a yeah. Again, we 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 it's a good episode. It's just I I, I don't know if it's essential even for data. Yeah, I'm I'm stuck on it because we finally get to see how far how how far can but you we push see data? much more of that in like descent well no but descent he's being manipulated so that that's a little different true I feel like. and this is just this is straight data this is just this is where data says no no more but i mean the line whatever. will be drawn here yeah <laughs> down um, to the millimeter <laughs> I I can see leaving it behind. I, I, that moment is so powerful to me. I would I would keep it. Well, this it, isn't but... about what you leave behind, Daniel. It's what you keep. Uh, all, right. all right. So, are you guys saying we're uh, dropping it? Yeah, I'm saying yeah. Yeah, I, I think. think yes. All right. I just I just don't want people to think season three would be a hundred percent. Was definitely not. At oh, this we're nowhere point. near hundred yeah. percent. But <laughs> but next up, Sarek. Uh, Patrick Stewart's portrayal at all just for that yeah well i mean it says so in the title i mean the, the title is literally continuity yeah. and I mean, mark this, leonard this is a bridge but just yeah the, yeah. the performances yeah. make it essential yeah yeah we don't have to talk much to talk much about this because this this starts to bridge the gap between tos and tng obviously we get to see the uh Sarek later on um Play, plays a major role. Um, we're not going to get into it. Obviously, I think we all we all agree that's a yes. That's an easy pass for for everybody involved. In fact, leads into 2009 Star Trek, which I love to remind people of every time we come around. <laughs> uh, next up, Menage Troy, uh, a Ferengi diamond cape kidnaps Riker, Deanna, and Luwak. Now I will uh, remind you all. You were going to cancel every Loxana episode ever, and you said this would be the episode you would introduce. <laughs> Is her this with. the first one we would be? No, no, because I talked you into keeping Manhunt, I believe. Um, and yes, so we this kept would be we kept Manhunt episode. But y'all were, were were fighting me and saying this is the one you wanted to introduce her in. So I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's how you all already voted. I love this episode. Actually, this is this is probably it's one of my favorites. I love I love Menage Trey. Um, I don't know if it's essential. I don't really know. Um, I mean, it's interesting with the, I think why we have such difficulty with her character episodes and being essential is that they're kind of their own institution of themselves. Like they, they impact. Yeah, exactly. It's like, now I would strongly argue this is a little meta and by a little, I mean completely meta. (laughs) No, no, no. That's the other podcast. And oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Get off stage um, nine. I, my goodness. I, I would uh, strongly suggest keeping it just for the, the meme of Picard, uh, you know, holding his arms out. Come on now, everybody knows it. Oh, when he professes his love at the end. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know if it's essential. I don't. Now, here's a question. I want to throw this out there. Does this introduce Umox? Oh God! I, if it is, I, it's almost worth getting rid of just because of you know, that. I, I, w- I kind of feel like that would have been introduced in Captain's Holiday. <gasps> oh, that's. I think Vosh uses that to her advantage. 
in Captain's I Holiday. I can't remember. But do, <laughs> I mean, I did think, write a dissertation um, on when Umaks came into Star Trek. I was just going to say, do you think uh, Memory Alpha has a page entirely dedicated uh, yeah, to Umaks? I'm sure that it does, but... <laughs> does anybody know how to spell Umaks? I thought it was... O-O-M-A-X. Oh, okay. I thought it was U-M-A-X. Let me try. Umaks. Oh my god. It, it's not only O... This is very Star Trek. It is not only O-O-M-A-X, listeners. It is O-O-M-A-X. Oh my oh, see, god. I thought there was a nope, Menage Troy. Here, but yeah. Massaging the ears. It looks like a, it looks like it was Menage Troy that it was uh, in fact. So I'm saying drop it. Drop this episode. Sorry. I love the episode. We can't keep it for that reason. What do you guys think? You guys, it, uh, you guys uh, hold the power. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Let's let's let's. This is how we do all the D, uh, the uh, Loxana Troy episodes. What's the next episode that she comes up in? <laughs> um, it, this I think this is this is the last comic episode I believe. Of yeah. Loxana. They're all serious. Half the life there. comes next. Well, right, uh, until the Alexander one. Uh, <laughs> but that is that isn't really comics. Not really serious just is i would keep okay, okay. Key, also just for like a if, mother's well, no, no, episode it is serious because she ends up dropping the husband so that is yeah. kind of serious not really funny it, like if i'm gonna keep this or that episode i'm gonna keep this yeah. episode i love i really fun, do Montana. like this episode and and you get this i mean we want those essential viewers to have that great moment at the end where picard <sighs> professes and for those love. triker people this adds i fuel mm-hmm. to the confusing fire that they all right we're keeping it just for the tr- together but just for friends. the riker troy yep mm-hmm. oh, all right so that's weird. kept it's official that we kept it Next up, we got two more guys. Let's just uh, let's power through here. Uh, Next up I'm not, is uh, transfig- <laughs> Next up is Transfigurations. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying no. Nope. No. I think it is. We the, get one of yeah. it's the John Doe of episodes. <laughs> a little on the nose. We get one there, of the Philip. <laughs> we get one of the goriest uh, little scenes. <gasps> oh, I have a reason to keep this episode. Okay, is this for the 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 suit? No, oh no, no, we don't want to keep it for that. This is the establishment of um, O'Brien's repeated shoulder injuries because of his kayaking on the holodeck. <laughs> well, there's plenty of them left, Daniel. I don't think we can. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is where we established that's part of his character. Uh, no, that's not convincing, I know. It's not. Which is, um, I, I feel bad. I feel like we're get, we're uh, Beverly is not getting many episodes in our essentialist. Well, we haven't got to remember me yet. I don't so. remember it. Yeah, I no, I don't know. I I don't I can't see this one being essential. There's too much of unknown. Like so much of the episode spent like I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they're after you. I don't know why you can't remember. And ball of light. This isn't part of the ball of light collection. <laughs> okay. Next. Transfigurations. Yeah. We're we're dropping it. Yeah, and it's I gone. think that's actually how the season ended. Which is a little disappointing. <laughs> I'm gonna admit. Um, I would have thought season three would have kind of been more of a bigger note. But what what can you do? It's, it's sort of the shades of gray season. Maybe maybe ended on some sort of a bang, perhaps, or more of a whimper. Uh, Mr. Warfire, come on now. Oh yeah, yeah. Best of both worlds, part one. I mean, yeah. No more I mean, part two or. We we've we've dedicated entire now. If we keep this though, you guys realize we have to keep keep all the Borg episodes. We're gonna have to keep first contact. No, I'm just saying part two. We can't. If you're giving up the opportunity to to get rid of that episode and family. No, I think we should start uh, off with family and be really confusing. What the heck was just going on? Everyone's like, "What happened? Oh man, it must have been bad. They don't even talk about it." (laughs) It's like the last thing I saw him do was go on vacation why is he so upset (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, do we even have to talk about it? No, no we, we don't. don't. We it's don't. Not even. So let's let's we're obviously keeping it, uh, listeners. So let's uh, let's take a look here. On, it, did you uh, would you guys at? bet that this is the exact same count as season one for us? Fifteen really? yes, eleven no. Wow, interesting. I we are consistent. <laughs> well, but again, remember we're though. going with essentialness, so a lot of season one has to be kept f- to set up things. Sure. Sure. So I don't know what percentage that is, but season one runs things. All right. So I think I don't know. Is there anything else to say about season three? You guys have anything else to say? It is. Is it the most essential season? What's what's our highest number? It's it's, it's tied with it's with percentage. season one. Okay. So percentage wise. Percentage wise, exactly. Season three. Interesting. Uh, again, I've mentioned before my love for season three, but uh, we had to leave a few good ones behind. I feel like it's tough. It's tough when you have to do that. But sometimes they're just they're just really solid standalone episodes. Um, it'll be interesting, like with the newer show, you know, obviously with like stuff like Deep Space Nine. But like the newer show, like I really wonder how much of this is even going to be a, anything a part of it at all. I don't think it's going to be so linear. Of, it's going to be so linear. It's going to be so serialized that it's like you're not going to have it. And I, and I, and to an extent, I do think there is. I'm excited about that because you know that's kind of how storytelling is told now. But uh, you know, you, you look at all these episodes that we're dropping off that we really, really like. If they you know? plan ahead, uh, I mean, we, we, we all hope is that of the 15 we kept, those are the 15 that aired. But we know that's not going right, to happen. Exactly. We know yeah. there's going to be the yeah, stinkers. They're, they're only going to have 13 episodes. So yeah. how many are we having in our season? So we're pretty much... But Essential, season three of TNG, is not the only thing we're talking about here on Trek FM. So have a listen to what else you may have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek.fm, The Ready Room. The DNA of Star Trek fandom, and I've said it before, fandom existed, fandom enjoyed the show, but the main charge of fandom was to get the damn thing back. Warp 5. The Romulans had their ship in Season 4 that had the holograms Mm -hmm. that made it look like any other ship. So you could theoretically retcon Minefield into saying they were using that same technology back then. Literary Treks. We have a long tradition here on Literary Treks of taking things seriously and having a good time while doing that. Tonight, well, we were going to take it seriously, but then the comics wouldn't let us. The 602 Club. Yeah, I, you know, I, I had a similar experience where, you know, I was talking to a, a guy, the new movie's coming out, obviously, and I'm like, have you seen the, the first one? And he's like, no, I haven't. And I'm like, okay, well, let me bring it to you so you can you can take a look. And he watched it, and he came back the next day, and he's like, oh, yeah, that movie was really good. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. You can listen to every show on the network at trek.fm with links for iTunes, streaming services, and a direct download link. This week of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com. This is a great way for you to read all of the books you want to read but never have time for. Audible is always expanding with over 150,000 titles to choose from. There are classics, current bestsellers, and famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive and Federation. Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to try out Audible yourself. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. 
To support Trek FM, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Thank you, Audible, for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. If you are a weekly listener and would like to directly help Earl Grey, please consider becoming a patron of Trek FM. At patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose a pledge level and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. You'll be inside the observation lounge of our network, able to participate in our monthly patron roundtable podcasts, and supporting the production of all of our great content. We would like to take this moment to thank our current patron associate producers, Stephen Boyd and Ron Sarna. Thank you for supporting Earl Grey. Connect with other Trek FM listeners on our Facebook discussion group called The Babel Conference, found through the Facebook search field, or like the facebook.com slash trekfm page for show updates and announcements. The network is also on Twitter, at TrekFM. All right, Philip, if people were looking for the best Umox technique, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. My handle there is NC Public Servant. That's NC for no chance for better Umox than here. <laughs> uh, and uh, Darren, where can people get a hold of you if, if they're like really hanging on the edge to see if we're going to keep uh, Best of Both Worlds Part 2? Uh, it, well, they can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I, Mr. Brew. And, and people can find me on Twitter as well. And I am at 1updan. That's the number one, not the word. And guys, we will catch everybody next time on Essential. Not next week, because we'll be talking about something different. But, if, but we'll get back around to TNG Essential Season 4 at some point, And we look forward to it. Uh, but until then... Engage. Make it though. Live long and fire. <laughs>